Rich Baker, and this is Living the Dream, a show where I get to interview the rare few who make their living in the world of entertainment. Special thanks to Phil Ranta, CEO of ComedyPodcastNetwork.com, which helps make all this possible. Today's guest is actor, singer, performer Joe Conti. Living the Dream, my name is Rich, and with me is Joe Conti. He is... Uh, professional singer, professional performer. Do you get paid for being sexy? Is that I do. I do get paid. That we will explore a little <laughs> bit later. Uh, currently a performer with Oh What a Night, the Frankie Valley slash Four Seasons tribute group. And uh, is that your mainstay of income right now? As of right now, yes. I got a lot of side projects, but my most can, uh, Consecutive work as of right now is with Oh What a Night. And when did you start last year? November of 2010. Okay, so it's not even been a year yet for you. No. And before that, what was what was your mainstay? Uh, doing a lot of film and television work in New York. Uh, uh, New York, never heard of it. What's that like? No. What's that? What's New York like? Never. Heard oh, of it's it? a city. It's a pretty large city. I, really? Yeah. I don't think so. It's in the shape of an apple, is what I've heard. Actually. <laughs> That's odd. Yeah. Something about a big apple. I'm, I'm assuming it's the shape. <laughs> we'll figure that out later. Any film or TV stuff that is, like, commonly recognizable? Sure. Uh, are you familiar with Law & Order? Never heard of it. Mm, yes. It's a small little thing. That small little thing? It's a small little show out there. There's a... There's Who a, were you in Law & Order? This is awesome. Oh, I was frat boy number one. Yeah! And was this the original Law & Order or the, like, the SVU? This is or SVU. The this is SVU. You were in the SVU. Did you get to do a scene with Chris, what's his name? Yes, it was uh, a nude scene. Uh, you wish? Had a lot in it. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. Uh, SVU, yeah, I did that in September of 09. Wow. I have a great picture of me and Marishka in a jail cell. Nice. She's a beautiful girl. What other, uh, like... Uh, what else have I done? As the World Turns. Okay. Um, I did a feature film. It's kind of a smaller film. It's called Bear City. Uh, sequel coming out this spring. I'll start filming that in September, actually. Wow. Which I'm excited Major about. part? Yeah, I played the lead role in the movie. No kidding. Mm hmm. It's fun. It's a very fun role. Uh, based, uh, director Doug Langway. Uh, based in New York. Um, I play the role of Tyler Hall. Okay. A young 20 something actor in New York City, so it's a really hard part. It's a real stretch it for you. It took me, uh, yeah. Countless hours of, of hard work and determination, you know. How do I get to be a young 20-something actor in New York? It took, it took a lot a lot of emotion. I had to pull from a lot of dark places to get there. But Awesome. Uh, when did you move to New York? In August of 2008. Wow. And uh, did you move straight out of college? I or did. I graduated from Montclair State University in uh, May of 08. Uh-huh. Uh, worked a tireless summer as a waiter at Uno Chicago Grill, based out of Chicago. I'm familiar. Yes, Chi-Town, Chi-Town. Uh, and I uh, saved up my dough, had a nice little graduation party, saved up a little more money on that, and uh, threw down my first down payment in my first apartment in Astoria, Queens. Wow. Okay, so like from the time that you got to New York, how did you ever work a non-creative job? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I've worked countless jobs. Plenty, okay. To try to support myself. Bartender, server, uh, costume seamstress. Uh, seamstress, yes, I said that. I am a seamstress. Seam, is that <laughs> is that when you have a lot of stress about seams? Well, see, I wonder what it would be. Really, what is it? Am I a seamer? Seamster? Seamster? I don't, seamer? That doesn't sound right. Steamer? No. You are a man seamstress. Seams, male seamstress. <laughs> I don't really know about that before. <laughs> uh, well, 
waiter. Um, cater waiter. Standing on street corners, handing out flyers. Standing on street corners, selling myself. God, just so many. I don't think that last so one many was accurate. Jobs, so many jobs. When, uh, what was the? Did you have like a clear moment between like going from crap job to crap job to I'm making a living as an actor? Uh, <laughs> no. I, you know what? Now, now, mm-hmm. I'm. I haven't had a crap job in months. Because because, because mostly because oh what a night constantly with oh what a night um, they are an amazing company who treats you so well uh, you treat them well they treat you well nice uh, and I've been lucky enough that I've been working consecutively since uh, I would say March now March, with oh what I'm booked until November now that's great yeah. so you're kind of a, like a fresh face to the whole yes. Nice. Sure. I like that. Sure. Uh, fresh face. <laughs> a little fresh face. <laughs> a little twenty-something actor in New York, just trying to make it. Uh, okay. See, I'm still pulling for that role. God, it's so hard to get there. It is. Uh, and you were a seamster. A seamster. That was very, very short. Very short winded. I'm gonna keep that word. I realized that I wasn't a very good seamer. I was more like a crooked seamer. Crooked seamer. <laughs> okay. Now we're just totally off track. I kind of like it. Uh, so. I know you, uh, from your professional work at least, uh, just from Owen and I, which is almost entirely singing. I mean, there's a little bit of acting in it, but it's mostly singing. Would you, did you go to New York thinking, I'm going to be a singer, I'm going to be an actor, or I'm going to be both, or does anyone weigh out the other? I went to New York as, uh, I I am a trained singer, I'm a uh, trained actor, and also a trained dancer. So, in college, I was very focused on the, the idea of... I don't want to limit myself to one thing. Mm-hmm. There's so many opportunities for employment. There's so many opportunities to express your talent in New York. Why limit yourself to just one thing? So I said, you know, I'll, I'll make myself the best I can in all three aspects. Whatever comes my way, I will never say no to it. I wouldn't. I'm so young to it. I should try every single thing. So I went there saying, if somebody wants to work with me, I'm willing to work with them as well. Uh-huh. And that's how I basically threw myself under a bus at all times. You know, I moved to New York. Uh, in August, I booked my first job two weeks in. Uh, I got an agent out of college. I booked the Law and Order episode, uh, and I also got my equity card working for uh, the Gateway Playhouse in Bellport, Long Island. Wow! Doing the Wedding Singer, a musical adaptation of a great film starring Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore. Are you familiar with that? Never, never heard of yes. any of these things. Uh, the Wedding Singer. That was uh, Stephen Lynch. Was there. Yeah, Stephen Lynch played that lead role on Broadway. And then you did the off-Broadway. Uh, well, off-Broadway, actually. Off-Broadway is a term specifically in New York. Yes, yes. Now, so, I mean, it is off-Broadway. Well, if you want to get we're off-Broadway in Hawaii right I'm now. Off-Broadway. I mean, that's why I say I put, oh, what a night on my off-Broadway. <laughs> off-Broadway. I'm not on-Broadway, I'm off it. You're off-Broadway in a cruise ship in Honolulu <laughs> doing your thing. Uh, that's very great. Did you play the, you, I'm sorry, you played the lead role? No, 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 no. I, I was simply an ensemble member. Um, I understudied uh, one of the lead roles, but uh, I was a background, and I liked it. I didn't care where I was. I was a working actor. Sure. I had a job fresh out of college, and I was doing what I love every day. Do you remember about how long the run was? A month. And that's... I don't know much about the equity world. Is that... That was long enough to, to get equity status? Uh, yeah. It all depends on... Uh, equities can be funny getting your equity card. Mm. You can either get a certain amount of points to work your, your equity card. You can work things out with your with the company to give you your equity card by doing it. You can 
you can get it any way you want. And for any listeners that don't know, Equity is the theater actors union the in the union. Uh, United States. The union. Uh, and so, in order to keep that up, do you do you have to do so many plays or so many shows? Uh, no, you can keep your card at all times. Really, it steps into the realm of benefits. Uh, I see. Are you so, about? so once you're in the union, it's like the mafia. You're, you never you're, get out. As long as you pay, as long as you pay the mafia, you can stay in the union. <laughs> I like it. Uh, very cool. And are you a SAG Screen Actors Guild guy as well? Uh, I am not SAG yet. I'm eligible, but I've chosen not to take my card. As I see. Is it that Taft Hartley or whatever they call it, or something like that? AFTRA? No. No. Taft- I, I thought Taft Hartley was where if you. You have your next gig. You have to be SAG or something. Sure. Is that you? Uh, kinda. It's it, it plays it plays. There's different factors in it, but sure. Well, fair enough. I don't know any of those for rules. Purposes, um, and my listeners probably know more than me. My tens of listeners. Uh, <laughs> I know my mom will listen. I know. Thanks, mom. We love you, mom. Uh, you said you got an agent out of college, and, yes. and you didn't. I don't know where Montclair State is. Montclair State is in Montclair, New Jersey. Uh, it's about uh, 14 miles outside of Midtown Manhattan. So, it, when you say you got an agent, does that mean you traveled to New York, auditioned for an agent kind well, of thing? Well, we had a, I had an amazing program in our school. Um, it's a growing school. Uh, I was one of the very first classes for musical theater in that school and to graduate from that school. Uh-huh. Um, but they had a fantastic program where they offered, um, basically it was called Senior Showcase. Uh, when you've reached your fourth year, uh, the school organizes with the students a, a showcase in New York at a specific theater that you choose in Manhattan. You fundraise, you gain the money, uh, you work with the teachers, work on scenes, work on songs, work on anything that showcases you the best. Uh-huh. Uh, all publicity is done by you as well. You send it out to different agencies, try to lure them in. And uh, I had, we had about a solid, I would say, 30 to 40 agents who showed up to the thing. Wow. Uh, That seems like a tremendous amount. It was great. It was a wonderful turnout. Uh, We all worked really hard for it, so it was nice to see uh, a nice turnout for it and to show them what we had and what we could do. Um, And I picked up an agent from that, which was definitely an incredibly uh, huge stepping stone in New York itself. Uh, Yeah, right? (laughs) It was was definitely a a nice way to enter and and an easy way to enter. Did uh, did a lot of people get agents from that? Or sure, yeah, but there was a good handful. Not everyone gets it, you know. It depends sure. on what they're looking for at that time. If you're, you know, the, the agents don't go in just saying, "Oh, I want I have a couple actors." They're looking for something specific. They know what they have and what they don't have on their roster of, of clients. Yeah. So, I was one of the lucky ones. Now, as far as you said, you're a trained dancer as well. Like, uh, would would you be happy uh, if, like, let's say someone says, "I want to book you for a six month gig," but all you'd be doing is dancing. You wouldn't be singing or acting. Would that... <laughs> how would... Uh, kind of retracting what I said in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I was well, I'm curious. I was like, I don't know. The sure, if I can handle it. I think that's my weakest aspect of them all. I think uh, a lot of my acting and my singing helps support me looking good when I dance. I won't <laughs> say that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ABT material, uh, American Ballet Theater material, but... <clears throat> uh, sure. About not mumbo jumbo, as far as I if know. If somebody saw something in me that they said they would like to cast me in a six month dance repertoire, right? If you believe in me, I believe in you. Like I said before, fair enough. Well, we would see, but definitely, it's it's not my first pick. If you would have spoken to me, oh my God, ten years ago, sure, 
Yeah. I, I didn't dance. I didn't, I'm sorry. I didn't sing. I didn't act. I was a dancer from about nine till sixteen, and that was it. Nothing no kidding. Else. So that was your foyer or, or a word like that into the business. Yes, uh, you could say uh, I got involved with a dance company. They were called Ziggler's Dance Center. Uh, I remember when you were. Did you say nine? Nine years old. I wow. saw my sister at uh, eight <clears throat> in a hip hop class. Uh, where I grew up, I grew up in Vernon, New Jersey. It's a small town, uh, almost upstate New York, uh, right on the border of uh, uh, New York and, and New Jersey. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> so I uh, went to go see her in a dance class, leaned over my mom and said, I want to do that. She looked at me and said, are you sure? I said, yeah, I want to do, do this class. And I started taking uh, just technique classes with them. They asked me if I wanted to join their competition team. Uh, they threw me in more technique, ballet, tap, jazz, uh, lyrical, hip-hop, oh, wow. it all. And then I joined their competition team. So you, you've done a little bit, like as far as dance, you've done it all. Uh, sure. <clears throat> sure. You, <laughs> I, lost, I lost a bit of it over the past ten years, but I'm sure. Is it like riding a bike? I mean, if like you oh, got in a dance class, oh, you'd, yeah. you'd get it back in a day or so, or, or something like that. <laughs> I wouldn't really say a day, so. Well, yes, yeah, so it I would, would come back. I would pick it up easy, very much so. Yeah. I could still pick up choreography very well, but I lost some splits and the kicks. Well, I won't hold that against you. <laughs> uh, if if you uh, so you start as a dancer, um, at what point did you go? You know, this dancing thing is good, but I'm I'm a singer, I'm an actor, or I'm one or the other, and both. It was uh, in choir, actually. I was uh, I was joining the choir. I was about 14 years old. Ooh, I the high school choir. No, it was actually in eighth grade. I don't remember her name. That sucks. Oh I wish no, I could remember her name. Think she's not going to come to me yet, uh, but I it was like uh, second second half of the school year, and uh, a friend of mine said you should join our choir. We need guys, and I said okay, sure. And I joined the choir, and it came to a part where uh, they were holding auditions for a solo, and uh, I said oh, well, let me try it out, and I ended up getting the solo. And she pulled me aside, and she what is her name? That's so now I hate that I don't remember her name right now. Uh, she she pulled me aside and. She said, you have a really nice voice. She's like, do you do singing at all? And I said, no, I've never sang before. And she said, you know, you should really join the choir when you get to high school and meet uh, the director who's out there. His name is Mr. Zwire. Mr. Zwire was uh, the head of the music department at my high school. So come to the fall of next year, I signed up for choir. Mm-hmm. Uh, joined anyone I could. I was in chamber singers. I was in Les Chanteuses. Les Chanteuses was the women. What were the men? The cantor singers was the men's group. Uh... And uh, and the normal choir, and started doing competitions with them, and started singing all the time. He asked me if I wanted to take private lessons with him. Started studying with him, and found my talent, my hidden talent that I didn't know I had. Wow! And then acting. So acting came third. Acting did come third. Acting came third. <clears throat> I was with a friend from the choir who I met. Uh, we were probably about a month into the school year. And he said, I'm going to audition for the school play. And I said, oh, we have school plays here. And I said, yeah, they do one in the fall and they do one in the spring. It's a play in the fall and a musical in the spring. He said, they're doing uh, William Shakespeare's Macbeth. And he said, you should come and audition. And I said, I've never acted a day in my life. I wouldn't even know what to do. He's like, you need to have a monologue. And I looked at him with the cockpit. I said, what the hell is a monologue? And he was like, just take this paper then and then read it. He's like, here, they have sides that you can read. And it was uh, Shylock's monologue from Merchant of Venice. And 
I read that gibberish <laughs> the best I could and got cast as Malcolm in Macbeth. Wow. First out of the gate. And shit my pants. <laughs> was that I got part of was I, that part of the audition? Is that you? After I read the scene, they cast me. Oh! And they said, "Now please shit yourself." And I said, "Okay." And, and you can said, do that on command. And he was like, "You take direction really well. You are a quad- you're going to be a great actor." You so. didn't tell me you're quadruple. <laughs> I sing, I dance, I act, and then on command, on command. excrement, boom. boom. I like that. Uh, and so now does. Uh, does, do you prefer one over the other? Like, if you had, if you had your druthers, if you could just kind of, if, if you had offers, like a thousand offers, and you could pick, would you rather be in a play, a musical, a singing group? Uh, like, what, what would be kind of the ideal gig? Ideally, I would love to be on a television show. Well, who would? I've always been a TV junkie, and comedy, or are you on a drama? Ah, uh, probably comedy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably comedy. I'm a natural-born comedian, so... Well, of course. Uh, it would be a poorly waste to waste that talent. I wouldn't. No, <laughs> no yeah, TV, TV would be amazing. Everybody says they want to be a movie star. I could care less. What I've loved more than anything is that I never... I could care less about fame. Okay. Really good. I, I, if, if I can work consecutively mm-hmm. for my entire life doing what I love to do, Nothing would make me happier in this world. Nice. I don't need to be followed by tabloids. I don't need to be a household name. I don't. I really don't. I would be very happy doing what I'd love to do consecutively. Wow. Is there a particular um, person that you've always kind of looked up to and go, man, I'd love to have that person's career or or something Mm -hmm. like that? No, because I think everybody follows their own path. I really do. I admire people's careers. Yeah. No, I can't really... say anybody specifically, but I admire somebody who's, you know, anybody, anybody who's happy doing what they're doing, enjoys doing what they're doing, that's what I admire most of all. As long as you love what you're doing, and it's, you're following your dream. Everybody who continues to do their work, they're following their dreams, and I'm very big on never letting that fall. Yeah. So, when you perform Oh, What a Night, which you do every week uh, that you're on a cruise ship, uh, do the ladies just flock to you? Yes, they do. They say that I'm a young Frank Sinatra. <laughs> and by the ladies, I mean my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just curious, because I feel like, uh, at least in cruise ships, that, that most people, uh, kind of, especially your group, even more mm-hmm. than mine, go, oh, aren't they just so dreamy and this kind of thing? Well, you got four... I don't think there's a, a not handsome gentleman who works for our company. Right. So, you know, how can you not love two... Uh, two, I'm sorry, four strapping young men in suits, shiny silver suits, singing. Where with any given cast, three out of four of them are probably gay. I... Yeah. <laughs> if if not. not... Not so much, actually, lately. Not so much, actually, lately. We're... we're they're getting a few more of the breeders involved. <laughs> Is that what you call us? Just the a, breeders? Just a few. Just a handful. You're a seamster and I'm a breeder. <laughs> That'll be the name of the TV show that we make. Seamster, seamster and, and Breeder? breeder. Yep. Yeah, it'll be great on TNT, Rizzoli and Isles. I like it. I like it a lot. Seamster and Breeder. It'll be great. Uh, 
You you said your sister was your your inspiration for starting dance. Is she still in the business? Is she farthest thing from it? Far. What is the farthest thing from it? She is in her uh, entering her fourth year, getting her doctorate in pharmaceuticals at Massachusetts School of Pharmaceuticals and Social Sciences. So she's not. A, a medical doctor, she is a doctorate in pharma. I don't even know what that means. She will be a doctor. She'll be Dr. Catherine Conti, but she will be uh, a doctor of pharmaceuticals. So, like, she'll be the... She'll be the hot bitch in the back at, you know... She'll, right, she'll work at, like, right Walgreens, in. but have a doctorate? Uh, depending. Who knows? Or, I mean, that's, something... that's where you could go to. Yes, of course. I think she's she's got bigger aspirations, so... Okay, I will agree with you. That is the furthest thing. The, the furthest possible thing. I mean, I can understand. I, I shattered all her dreams. She, uh, she she realized I was a better dancer than her, and I was oh, getting no. more in the spotlight. So she just cried a little bit and said, "Well, I'm going to be brilliant." Does <laughs> she try and live vicariously through your life at all? No, <laughs> she's got her she's got her wonderful life. She lives in Boston. She's got a beautiful boyfriend. She's going to be a very wealthy, successful young lady. Oh, good for her. Now, is, uh, did you, is, you know, your family has a lot of, like, uh, singer, dancer, actors? None. One. <clears throat> not even a singer. Oh, that's not true. I'll say my grandfather sang a bit, but he was a brilliant saxophonist. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he, he played for years, uh, but that's it. Nobody else, any musicality. My aunt sang a bit, uh, in choirs and, uh, Nothing really solo. She never really pursued it all too much, but that was it. There's no, I kind of, I'm kind of the odd egg. I'm the, I'm the bad egg, if you, if you want to say. In your family, you're the, you're the one guy who just went off the reservation. <clears throat> I know, right? I like that. Yeah, that's what they always say. They say they don't know where I got it from, especially when I uh, hear my mother singing in the shower. She's got a <laughs> gorgeous voice. She could shatter glass from here to Kingdom Come. Oh, <laughs> that's. Keep away from her if you got glasses. Uh, if okay, in a horrible, horrible hypothetical world, if I took away acting, singing, and uh, dancing uh, because I'm evil, and I took that away, and it wasn't an option, what it would anything else make you happy? Like as a second choice? Make me cry thinking about that. Well, <laughs> no, no, uh, it's not. <clears throat> I'm not really doing it, but um, I have always been. My mother wants me to, wanted me to be a lawyer. Oh, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted me a, me a lawyer for years. You know what? If if it came, God forbid, if it ever came down to that, I one of my always second thoughts in my head is my other passion is food. I love to eat it. I love to prepare it. Can you get um, paid for eating food? That would be great. Do you know anybody who's hiring a food eater? You know, maybe the next so interview that I do, maybe stuff. the next episode I'll find a food eater. Perfect, yeah. And then you can listen to his and go, this is how you do it. Let me know, let me know. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I guess I would like to go to culinary school if it came down to that. Okay. Um, you know, I was raised in the kitchen. My mother's an amazing chef. My father's an amazing chef. My grandmother's an amazing chef. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, I grew up, like I said, I grew up with, in that kitchen, cooking with all of them, and it'd be, uh, it would be a second thought, sure, culinary like, school. Wouldn't be super happy, but you wouldn't be miserable. Yeah. Now, you're, you're based out of New York, but uh, obviously, you do gigs kind of wherever the wind takes you right now. You're in Hawaii, and uh, soon you're going to be in Australia. I remember Very you telling true. me. Which <clears throat> Very true. I'll be there. Horribly in, jealous of. I'll be there in two and a half weeks. Uh, if 
So, like, if you got a sitcom and they said, uh, we're going to film this in L.A., would, would you live out there? <laughs> I, I've lived in L.A. before. Uh, I'm definitely an East Coast boy. Sure. I'm definitely a New Yorker at heart. Um, <clears throat> not saying I didn't enjoy myself in L.A. It's not my favorite city. Fair. Uh, I, I have said it before, and I'll say it to the end of time. If L.A. brought me there, I would come there. Uh-huh. If I had to choose to go there by myself, probably would rather live on top of the Empire State Building. Uh, but <laughs> is, is there a good room? There? I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, if it if it brought me there, yes, sure. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, does does all the travel like? I mean, obviously, it's at first glance, it's great to go. I'm getting paid to be in Hawaii. I'm getting paid to be in Australia. Does it ever get kind of uh, trying of like, oh, I'm on the road again? Sure. Any, the travel part of itself, the day that it takes you to get somewhere is always trying. Yeah. Nobody likes to fly, and I fly a lot. I do fly a lot. Um, You know, I I just went through a, a stint in the past. In the next month and a half, I will have probably flown... Countless hours. <laughs> Fair. New York to Alaska, Alaska to Hawaii, Hawaii to Mexico, Mexico to New York, New York to Australia, Australia back to New York, New York back to Australia, Australia back to New York, and that'll all be in a three-month time period. Wow, that's a mouthful. It's it's all over the map, you know. But you put it aside because you just you look outside your window every morning and you say, "Who cares? Yeah. Look where I am all the time." Yes, it's tough to be away from your friends. Yes, it's even harder to be away from your family at certain points. You pull through, sure. and just enjoy it. How could you not? I mean, you're. I mean, some of the most beautiful places that some people will never see or would die to see sometime in their life. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how tiring or how trying or how any it gets. I put it all aside and think of the good stuff, where I am, what I'm doing, and how happy I am to be here. Nice. What uh, is what's next for you? Obviously, you've got Australia. Do you have any like kind of long-term plans as far as when I get back from Australia, I'm going to try and do this to help my career. I'm going to try and do this. I'm going to try and audition more or something I, I like that. I fly by the seat of my pants, sir. Oh. I, you know, as of right now, I, I'll be here in Hawaii for another week or so. I will go to Australia. In the middle of Australia, I'm flying back to New York for two weeks to film the sequel to this film, Bear City, that I did two years ago. Nice. Picked up for a sequel, filming that for two weeks in Provincetown, Massachusetts, and New York. Back to Australia. I'll be back in town in November. And then I go... I go wherever my life takes me. Sure. If you would have asked me six months ago when I was buried in 42 inches of snow working as a bartender at a Korean restaurant, where are you going to be in six months? I wouldn't have told you that I'm in Hawaii going to Australia. And smack that, maybe I'll film a movie. It would have never crossed my mind. Nice. So it's, it's the joys of this lifestyle is that you never know where it's going to take you. Sure, I'll say I'll audition more. Fair. Uh, last question. If I were to, uh, if someone was to remount some famous play, some famous, or, or not even famous, if, remount any play or any musical that's ever existed and put it on Broadway and they said, I, you're going to be in it. You pick what role, what play or musical you want and what role you want. 
What do you want? Damn. I've got a billion dollars. I can get the rights to anything. And I'm just, I just want to know what you want me to buy. Oh, I love the classics. Well, sure. That's my favorite. I mean, it was just out there, but I would give anything to be Tony and West Side Story. Yeah? It's, it's what I loved. It's, it's, I remember growing up and seeing this, and it's a musical that inspired me to do where I am now. To do where I am now. To be where I am now. Um, did I get an audition for it? No, I didn't. Why didn't I get that audition? I have to call my agent. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, right. And I love the Book of Mormon right now, too. Oh, yeah. Put me in that show. Are you listening? No. <laughs> I'm sure they're big fans of my podcasts. Uh, no, we'll say West Side Story. Okay. It's a good, it's a classic. Absolutely. You don't love a classic. And, well, I'd say that you have a good ten more years to play that role at least if you, you know, so there could be a remount somewhere. Thank you so much. In the next decade. You're so sweet. Well, I, you know. It's my face cream. Well, and your hair. You can't tell in the podcast. This guy has unbelievable hair. And as a balding gentleman, I'm quite jealous. Joe Conti, uh, from Oh What a Night, from just acting and singing and dancing his heart out in general. Thank you for being on the show. Living the dream. We'll uh, have fun in Australia. I will. A big thank you to Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network. Also, a big thank you to Diana Lawrence for the original music and Tom Burns for the original logo. If you like the show, my name's Rich Baker, and this was Living the Dream. Tell your friends. If you didn't like the show, my name's Mark Marin, and this is WTF. Just kidding. I love that show. Please email me at livingthedreampodcast at gmail.com.